listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 There's been a lot of discussion about Patrick Mahomes, RJ, and whether or not he will be playing this weekend. Good news. He did take every snap in practice earlier today after going through the concussion protocol. He looks like he's on his way to starting this Sunday's AFC title game against the Bills. Now, when you say he took every snap, was that something that was prominently conveyed or did you extract that from the reports? That's uh, what was extracted from the reports. All right. So it wasn't something that was like the headline or no, anything? No, no, no. Okay, because I find that interesting because if it was something they had pushed that narrative, I would have thought, ooh, that's a sign of strength when there might be some weakness. All right, here's my question. And having Maddie Holt, former bookmaker, now the CEO of, founder of usintegrity.com, it's an integrity company. Steve Fezzik, we got good guys here to talk this through. I'm going to propose a few things, and you guys can tell me if you agree or disagree. Assumptions, we'll say. We're going to make the case on this line. So... Here's the question. How good is Kansas City? Well, let me ask this question first. If it was last year's Kansas City team, current home field, meaning the reality of COVID, last year's team against this year's Bills team, what's the line? So it's in Kansas City. It's the reality of 2021 COVID with the fans and all that. But it's last year's Kansas City team against the Bills. Kansas City, four and a half. Five and a half. Five and a half. Well, you were too high. All right, so we'll say five. That seems high to me. But let's say, because you're saying, how much are you giving home field for Kansas City? One and a half. Okay. So you're saying that last year's Kansas City team is four points better. Three points better well, than, this, than this year's team. Well, but hold on a second. If you're saying one and a half for home field, okay. Oh, I guess now we're saying how much better is this year's home t- or this year's Kansas City? Right. Right. Okay. So. I kind of let's let me simplify that, and you you were right. Let me simplify it. We're saying if Kansas City were as good as last year, the line right now would be five. Okay, or you saying five and a half? You saying four and a half? So five. Okay. Now, how much better was last year's Kansas City compared to this year? Because I believe that this is one of the two spots that gets this line much closer. What would you say, Matty? I think that last year's team is probably about a point better. One point better. Will three you... points better. Okay, so we'll just split the difference and say two. So five becomes three. All right, so the current line is three. Now the question is, how much of a downgrade do you give Kansas City because of the following two factors? One, there's a chance he won't play, though I think that's starting to be slim, that he likely will, 99 98%. But how much do you downgrade Kansas City because – there's a real chance Mahomes will be less than 100%, that he'll be hobbled, especially running the ball. Because remember, it's not just the concussion, but the ankle. He's less than 100%. Fez, I'll start with you. How much of a downgrade? I have not downgraded, but— That's insane. Well, it's because it's a— Insane. It's insane. You're right, because it's a spectrum. You can change it. You can change it right now. I actually agree with him. So, so the fact that he's—I watched the practice today. It was open, so you could see like the practice okay. highlights on TV. And so, first of all, so it's not an ankle; practice, it's a toe. You, you it's watch, not an ankle; it's a toe. There's a like difference. Tur- you mean turf toes that people retire? No, over? he doesn't have turf toe. He got his but that's foot just stepped a toe, on. though, right? He got stepped on. Let's be clear. He got his foot stepped on last week. Do you think he was 100 percent before the concussion last week? No, but I think it's close. You think last week he was close to 100%. I think nowadays what they can give you in the shots for the pain is... Well, maybe. I the mean, cortisone anything, shots I think that take care of the pain. 
I think their shots seem to be less prevalent than they used to be, right? The old kind of take the needle thing. But but let's this is a debate. I think it's interesting. What's your rationale to not adjusting? Because I'm it's a spectrum. You're not convincing me. All right, there's a chance it needs to be done. So it's one of those things where I need to first start out with my base power rating, and that's then, what I've been trying to do here for you. So right. Go ahead. And so now we we need to adjust down because it's a free roll. If you're betting Buffalo, there's well, but, certainly a chance Steve, Mahomes won't jump, be 100. You're stepping on the conclusion here. I'm asking you. When I here's the thing. You're not great on the radio. I don't know if you know that. Do you know that? No. Do you think you're great? You're like <laughs> I'm a superstar. Why don't I have my own show? <laughs> Do you, do you go home at night and wonder about that? Uh, there's no offers in my inbox. Okay. So the, you're a great batter. And if I guide you along, you'll be fu- You're good. You're really good on the radio. Why jump ahead? I'm asking you a simple question. How much downgrade do you give because of Mahomes' uncertainty in his health? Half a point. Okay. And you're saying borderline I, I, I think you can't downgrade it a half a point because basically three is the safe point number. Point I think it can be a point, point and a half. So you're going to come off three because he might be hurt. The, yeah. As a bookmaker, you can't. They're never going to well, come off three because he then, then might. Then that offers us an opportunity, Sure, if you it? think it's wrong. Yeah, because, I mean, shouldn't – but wasn't all of the opening numbers – let me ask you this. As a bookmaker, a guy that's booked literally, or former bookmaker, billions of dollars in Nevada legally, Matty Holt, what did you think of all the lines that opened up early, early on this? Whereas Circa was, uh, what was it, minus, uh, Buffalo minus two yeah, here in town? And then other people. So th- there was a range, because what I think we all agree to is if Mahomes. Well, here's an interesting question. If Mahomes plays and somehow we find out he was 100%, I don't know how we could, would the line stay at three? It feels like there has to be something built in right now. I think the line goes up a little bit, doesn't it? I think so, especially because the look-ahead was significantly higher, right? Yeah, I I think – well, the look-ahead in this game, before the Bills beat the Ravens, but you could make the case – Kansas City was equally as impressive as the Bills, even though the Bills covered, but without Mahomes. And eh, I don't think there was much adjustment from last week, but the look-ahead was five. Kansas, yeah. I thought that was crazy high, right? Yeah. So I, I think that would have came down regardless. Agreed. You agree with that? Okay. But the question I've got is, and let's confirm for the people to understand this. I'm R.J. Bell straight out of Vegas. If Mahomes doesn't play, he probably will, 99%, 98%. Line would be what three and a half Buffalo Bills four yeah I or, think Bills four has been the consensus I agree with that and we think it's going to go to three and a half by game time we do so we're saying there'd be about an eight point swing between these lines yeah seven to eight seems fair for Mahomes I agree for the spot so when everyone was opening up before at you know minus two for the Bills and it was all saying huh there's some chance Mahomes will play some chance he won't. Whatever we think those chances are, we're going to split the difference. That's kind of how those numbers were opened up. And I guess my question to you as a bookmaker is, if this game wasn't the championship game, they probably would have waited a Monday or Tuesday. 100% would have waited. So they felt like they wanted to get this action. And some people took more aggressive stances each way. Because if it actually would have been a concussion, the chances of playing the next week following a concussion, a positive concussion test, are very much less likely. So I think some and, and books... it's out of control of, yeah, of the team, too. That's right. So some books, like Circa, probably took the stance, well, we're leaning toward normal concussion protocols, where other books said, well, we don't actually think it's really a concussion. He's just in the protocol, because anytime you go unconscious, you go into that protocol. 
So we were, they were all deciding where they were on that range between the Bills minus three and a half if he doesn't play or minus four all the way to three and a half if he does play and he's 100% in each direction. Kansas yeah. City favored, Buffalo favored. So you said, well, if we don't know if he's 100%, how do we adjust for that? Wouldn't we do the same thing? Meaning if he's a little bit less than 100%, we adjust a half point. If he's way less than 100%. But that doesn't happen in a practical bookmaking world. When the line is three, you don't say, well, maybe I could adjust a half a point. You just don't go to that two and a half. Because, because a lot three of is such a key number. That's right. And then it leads to one-way action, and you can't balance a book. And, and I agree, no book's going to go themselves necessarily, unless they have a strong opinion. But the market, you would think, would move but in that direction. the market's not going in that direction. I know. And that's why, and let's see if maybe the conclusion we can all agree to. If you believe, and this is my conclusion, we'll see. If you believe that Mahomes is going to be less than 100%, or that there's a real chance he'll be less than 100%, the value's on Buffalo plus three. That This number assumes 100% Mahomes. Or the number doesn't make sense. Agreed. You agree with that? I do agree, but if you like Buffalo, I think you're going to get three and a half. Okay, so what we're saying is we think there's value at three if you believe Mahomes has some chance of being less than 100%. And if you do like Buffalo, though, probably wait because this line's probably going up. It's headed that way. And do you think that's sharp or is that just the public getting involved Saturday and Sunday? The public tends to not get involved Tuesdays and Wednesdays as much. Yeah. So... I agree. So, which is why you think, well, as they come in later, it's going to be Kansas City. I think the consensus is this, whether we, we can agree or disagree that this right line is wrong or right, but the public doesn't tend to bet on Tuesdays and Wednesdays in the early action in the last two days when everyone's pretty much confirming that Mahomes is going to play and be fairly close to 100%. The money's going on KC. And I think that money's probably taking out the slack that was in the line because Maybe. of that uncertainty. I'm saying I don't know how we could be – I mean, watching uh, – uh, you were like, I watched today's practice, and then you go, well, there were some highlights I saw. On t- I mean, well, he certainly wasn't hobbling or anything. If you- Yeah, yeah. I, I, Fez, how much did you think Mahomes was limited last week before by the toe? I think it was significant, right? I mean, he's the announcers were talking about, well, you know, it, it looks like he's going to gut it out. I mean, it, there, there was discussion about, you know, how severe this was and was, was he even going to finish the game? Probably, but was he going to be compromised? And the, I think the conclusion was yes from that time. Before the hit. Yes. I'm R.J. Bell straight out of Vegas. So Jonas represents the fans' perspective, <laughs> the eye test. What, just from the whole conversation, what do you? What would you want to bet on? What do you feel strongly about? Well, I'm actually interested to see if you guys, and I don't even know if there's an answer to this, but this this was my thought in game and just my immediate reaction when Mahomes went down and they showed him he was clearly dazed, and then they showed the replay and it didn't look like a, a blow to the head, and they sh- they showed him jogging off the field and everything looked normal and he jogged at a rapid face at rapid pace. When he was announced that he was out for the game, what was the movement on the line, the look-ahead line to this week at that point? Because I wonder if people then started to have some serious doubts about, okay, it's a real concussion. Maybe he's not going to be available next week, mm-hmm. and it looks mm-hmm. like now that he is. All right, so correct me if I'm wrong, but they all the look-aheads were came off the down. board during the game. Okay, yeah. right. all right. So, the re, so because of this very thing. Now, when there's one game, they probably could have kept it up and then see something to take it down. But in general, the books are afraid they're turned one way, something happens in a game, and someone bets the 
look ahead the next week. Would you agree with that? Because that, that was my thought. Because And this may be Steve Fezzik rubbing off on me, thinking the <laughs> worst. But when somebody gets injured, now my mind starts to think. How can you take advantage? Exactly. And so I wondered if you could actually look ahead, because they did have the lead at that time. They were playing well. If you could look ahead and take advantage of Mahomes potentially being out next week if you liked Buffalo. So, Fez, when that happened, were you in-game batting the game? When I, I was, So yes. what was the adjustment in-game on the Cleveland-Kansas City game? Yeah, so money came in on Cleveland when the confirmation was he's out for the rest of the game. So money poured in on Cleveland. But money, had, all, but, but money had already come hard on Cleveland after the injury. So well, yeah, because at that point it's that uncertainty, but there's some chance greater than exactly. zero that he's not going to come back. Thus, if the line hasn't moved yet, there's value there. Right. I mean, you know, so that's what I think. I there think, were books that reported that they took more money on Cleveland in play than they did pregame. Mm. Wow. Cleveland in play than pregame. And do we know how much of that was after the injury? I guess no, you don't. I don't but know. but just from what you saw in the movement of the line, Fez, it looks significant. Absolutely, yeah, like about forty cents versus a vig. That I mean, well, within thirty seconds. Okay, and that was on the uncertainty. Then once he was out, there was even more. Yes, and Mahomes is probably the most valuable player in the NFL right now. Aaron Rodgers probably is right there, and that's interesting though. Aaron Rodgers in his prime, and he's now in his prime again was about 10 points. We, yep. we saw it in a game where there was a look-ahead line. He broke his collarbone. This was the second time, and it, it moved by about 10, 11, even, yep. 10 and a half. The theory is Mahomes is equally as good as uh, Rodgers has ever been, as he is now, because he's probably as good as he's ever been right now. But we don't attribute 10 points to him. It's more seven and a half or eight. Is that because Andy Reid can make anyone competent? And is that what we saw with Matt Moore last year? Is that what we saw with Henny, do we think? Yeah, the fact that they were able to win a game with Matt Moore against a good opponent last year, and then Henny, you know, was, comes It was in. Green Bay, wasn't it? Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. Okay. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. RJ, we've got the long-awaited rematch this weekend. The UFC on Fight Island. It is Dustin Poirier against Conor McGregor. The rematch, McGregor winning the first matchup between the two. All right, Matty Holt is a true expert. I mean, this guy, if you listen to his bravado, you think he knows everything about everything. But even he'll say he knows the most about sports betting legalization and UFC I want to get a pick on, if you got it, on the main event, and then you've got some super-duper special. Yeah, I think this is interesting in, in, the, in that in most cases in combat sports, guys have a fight, and if they're going to have a rematch, it either comes directly after or within a, a certain proximity. But in here, the first fight between these two wasn't any big pay-per-view extravaganzas. They were both younger prospects coming up. Uh, Poirier was only 24 years old. seven years ago now? Yeah, seven years ago. And, and McGregor did win by first-round KO, but a lot has changed since then, including Dustin Poirier doing some great training at one of the best gyms in the world. American top team, and since 2017, Amer- uh, Dustin Poirier, 6-1-1 one one since 2017 with wins over Justin Gaethje, Eddie Alvarez, Dan Hooker, who's in the co-main event. This guy's beaten everyone there is to beat except Khabib Nurmagomedov. On the other side, Conor McGregor since 2017, just two fights. Okay. is that First of all, Hooker, is that his real name? Yeah, Dan Hooker. I mean, because in wrestling, it used to be if you're a hooker, it meant you could really fight. Like, Luth- <laughs> Luthez... 
the like seven-time NBA champion way back in the game. He wrote his autobiography called Hooker. Hmm. So that's interesting. <laughs> Jonas, you're our resident UFC expert. Do you also like the dog here? Yeah, well, I think there's great value on it because he has been more active. He's had really, really good fights. My one, my one question about Poirier, though, is that when he's met the top, of the division in a lot of cases he's come up short there's just he's been, there's been this inability to get past this certain level and some like people, the ravens i mean yeah i guess you could put it that way i just didn't want to bring it up so in front do you of think Fez. the training has changed that perhaps I, I think he's beaten the top guys justin gaethje who just fought for the lightweight title dustin poirier knocked him out i think no, first of all nobody's beaten khabib nurmagomedov nurmagomedov but other than khabib uh no you know gaethje's beaten i mean Poirier's beaten everybody else the last four years. But even with your reservations, Jonas, you like the dog. Yeah, I think I, the fact that the, I see the lion is where it's at is surprising yeah, to me. Yeah, that's really surprising yeah. to me. All right, now that's not even his best bet. Come on, baby, $80,000! <laughs> Co-main event here. I like Dan Hooker, minus 120 against my former Bellator should lightweight be, champion. Should we be betting a guy that's using a fake name? Well, I mean, it's his real name. Not only is it his real name, this is a devastating striker and a big stylistic advantage here. Michael Chandler, the former Bellator champion, just 9-5 and five in his last 14 fights. And what do a lot of those losses have in common? He struggles with taller guys. He has a lot of trouble with bigger, taller guys. In fact, four of his five losses come against guys that are five Five foot ten or taller. Dan Hooker, six feet tall, trains at the Elite City bu- Kickboxing Gym. Same one as undefeated pound for pound champion Israel Adesanya. Michael Chandler, not the fighter he used to be. He might be a cult hero for his classic wars with Eddie Alvarez, but he's not the fighter he used to be. Dan Hooker gets it done in a big time way Saturday night. I'd feel better if he was looking at notes, but he's rattling off all those names without <laughs> notes. I guess it makes me feel better. 20 seconds, Jonas, before my pick. Do you agree with this one? Yeah, Dan the Hangman Hooker, He's uh, <laughs> which makes the, the uh, name even that much better. I, I I love it as well, too. Chandler, this is going to be by far and away the best striker he's ever fought. He's never seen this level of striking at any time when he was in Bellator, so I think he could have some problems on Saturday. All right, well, I'm not going to be stopped by Matty Holt. It's Bush League psycho stuff. <laughs> Laughable, man. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. I'm giving you a parlay in the NFC title game. Two-teamer. Faz, give me your thoughts on this. One is I'm playing Green Bay in the first half, and then I'm playing over for the game. Let's think about this game state, as they call it. Green Bay starts fast. They start as fast as any team in the NFL. They're number one in in first-half differential. Tampa Bay will never give up, but Tampa Bay is inefficient early because they tend to run too much. But when they fall behind, they're forced to throw, and they're better throwing. So to me, if it goes the way I expect, and Green Bay's up at halftime— and the line will be, what, minus one and a half or something like that, right? If they're up at halftime, it forces Tampa to get out of their inefficient ways and throw the ball. And if they do, I think the over 51 is juicy, juicy. Thoughts? Like it. First half is minus two and a half. Not a big difference. Okay, doesn't okay. matter to the over 51. And I love the idea that you're scripting the game, basically saying, all right, and that's, what has a, to have the and that's effectively a correlated parlay. If one happens, the second happens. You ten seconds. You like it? Yeah, absolutely. Because if one happens, the second one's more a lot more likely to happen. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 